Desperation also began to steal my sanity. I had moments when I was unsure the joy of preaching for 40 minutes on Sunday was worth the 10,040 minutes of stress throughout the rest of the week. If you were a preacher, my guess is that you can sympathize with at least some of my pain, as differing versions of it are shared by us all. You may not want to say it out loud, and you may not even want to admit it to yourself, but you've probably wondered whether it all is truly worthwhile. And you've probably questioned, is it this difficult for every preacher every week? These sorts of questions finally caused me to take a more sobering look at my preparation process. What I found was that I did not really have one. Sure, I knew how to exegete a text. I knew how to write a detailed outline. Gutting out a manuscript each week had even helped me learn how to write a bit. What I did not have was a consistent and efficient step-by-step process to make preparation more sustainable. So that is what I set out to create. The result was a far less painful and far more enjoyable process broken up across my week with clear daily milestones and firm time constraints that freed me to spend more time ruminating on my sermon and less time sitting at my desk staring at the computer. Believe it or not, the time I now spend preparing at my desk in a given week averages eight hours or less. You may hear that and be tempted to throw away this audiobook, convinced that I am a charlatan selling sermon prep snake oil, but stick with me. I'm not saying it takes only eight hours to prepare a sermon. I am a firm believer that the preacher has never finished prepping his sermon until after he has preached it. What I am saying is that more time sitting at your desk does not always guarantee a better product in the pulpit. I am also saying that if you are spending 15, 20, or 30 hours a week preparing your sermon, you are probably doing it wrong. There is a way to prepare faithful sermons faster, and my hope is to humbly help you cut down on your own prep while also writing better sermons. I have discovered three essential keys to spending eight hours or less at the desk. Divided Work In high school, I developed the bad habit of saving my writing for the last minute. My parents told me repeatedly that I should work ahead and write a little each day, but I ignored them and usually waited until a few hours before an assignment was due. This was a stressful way for me to work. As a result, I dreaded writing, which seemed to me a torturous task. Sadly, I brought the same bad habits in my sermon preparation. I used to do limited preparation on Monday, typically textual work, and the bulk of my writing on Friday. This made Friday the longest and worst day of my week. While everyone else woke up thinking, TGIF, thank God it's Friday, I woke up thinking, DGIF, dear God, it's Friday. Dividing my work across the entirety of my week has sped up my process exponentially. I do textual work and outlining on Monday and group preparation on Tuesday. I write my introduction on Wednesday and my closing on Thursday. On Friday, I fill in the outline. This alleviates the pressure that one day of prep puts on the preacher. If all you do is divide your work across the week, you will notice a massive difference. But I also encourage you to set daily milestones. Daily Milestones 
My wife, Tammy, and I went to Oahu, Hawaii to celebrate our 10th wedding anniversary. One highlight of our trip was taking an unbelievable hike up to the Ka'au Crater on the east side of the island. I made some serious mistakes in preparing for the hike. For instance, I didn't actually prepare for the hike. I had read online that the hike would be an incredible experience, but if I had kept reading, I would have learned that it would also be insanely difficult. The hike is stretched along four beautiful yet treacherous miles, requiring you to inch along rainforest cliffs, climb beside waterfalls, and attentively keep track of the ever-changing trail. Truthfully, keeping track of the trail was the hardest part because it was marked only by the occasional tiny pink ribbon. On more than one occasion, a slight panic set in as we realized we had not seen any ribbons in a while, causing us to wonder, are we literally lost on the very island where they filmed the show?